0: visit us online at privatesweetmag.com to check out the latest issue of the magazine and to connect with us on all of your favorite social media websites. here. But I am joined by a special guest today to help us out record this episode. Um, If you don't know him, I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast in the first place. He's uh, (laughs) one of the uh, most well-known content creators in the Vaporwave scene. He is the valedictorian of Vaporwave, Mr. Pat Chennington. Pat, how are you doing today?
1: How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thank you for coming on. It's
0: great to have you here. Um, You know, I actually got involved with this project pretty much because of you, I found out because of privacy, because, uh, because of you, you tweeted something out months ago about the project when it was still in its infancy and still starting up, um, kind of saw it and thought it was cool to get involved with. And I joined Mm -hmm. the discord and started going, and then I kind of just forgot about it for a while, honestly. Um, and just kind of got back into it to, uh, with this, this whole podcast thing. So, um, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. I'm glad you, you, uh, can come on and help us out and and join us today so great to have you here
1: thank you yeah of course it's it's great to be here i um it's funny i remember a couple months ago when this whole thing was starting up because you'll always hear a lot of times you know someone wants to make a channel or they want to do this or do this and add to a community and for the most part sometimes you never really see it come to you know to life and develop and everything but it's really cool seeing how far you guys have gone having these physicals come out Uh, i've read the digital copies they look amazing yeah yeah, so it's just it's really cool seeing this, and and now you know talking is it's kind of awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely come a long way just looking at the the different issues from when they started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it there's there's not a lot of content in this community, um, surprisingly, mm-hmm. other than the actual music. Um, so it's it's you know it's nice to see people like you going and actually creating stuff and kind of being a reference point. I'm glad that I can uh, be a part of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's. Uh, it's 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 great to see it grow um, and i owe a lot of my knowledge of, of the uh, of the community to you as well so <laughs> thank you <laughs> so watching, yeah i i, I agree
1: it's it's very cool seeing everything kind of grow I, I always say that it would be it would be awesome if we can get more people you know creating content for the community because you know you me everybody i mean you you, uh, you and i everybody we we all have you know a specific kind of personality how we go about things how we talk and there's just so much opportunity for yep. so many different types of discussion so hopefully, you know, we see some more people come in and, you know, this thing really grow.
0: Yeah, it, it, it already is. too. So, uh, definitely more so. So just getting into um, getting into the show for the week, um, you know, we usually start off, you know, what are you listening to? You know, what what do you have? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what have you been playing this week?
1: So currently I'm working on that uh, Cry to label history kind of video. And that's mm-hmm. I'm really, you know, looking back at everything from the French house movement in the late 90s and. In the 2000s, so when I, I really discovered all that stuff, mm-hmm. it, like before that, I uh, I was, you know, the stereotypical listen to what's on the radio. And then I got into Daft Punk around middle school and whatnot. A couple of years go by and I, you know, I kind of like ran them dry. I listened to I must listen to Discovery so many damn times, <laughs> all that stuff. So I started discovering more of it. And that's when I discovered Crydomore and and all these other French house artists. And time passed, whatever, and now that I'm making this video, I've just completely went back into this like, French touch rabbit hole, and I'm just listening to everything from back then. So I've been – what have I been pumping this week? Uh, a lot of the Phantom's Revenge. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember Phantom's Revenge yep. from back in the day. So him and like a bunch of random guys like Moonchild I've been listening to. Nice. Uh, what have I listened to this week? I mean Ju- I-, I was listening to Cross from Justice. That's like a classic. Nice. Cool. Always going back to that stuff. So, yeah, I'm just in this like French house zone pretty much nice. as I'm writing this video. And so it's kind of fun to go back.
0: Cool. Yeah, and you you must get a whole bunch of weird stuff just from your research that you're doing with these these videos you get. And yeah. I'm sure you get a lot of people asking you, you know, hey, can you listen to this? Or. Of course, uh, yeah. Yeah. You, when probably, you, may, when... you, you probably get um, – you come across some very interesting stuff. Too. I'm sure some stuff that's mm. – Questionable. Yeah, line. a
1: ton of stuff. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll make a I'll make a video. And sometimes I'll say, you know, if I'm working on a video in my discord, I'll let you know, everyone know what's going on. Uh-huh. And um, there's so many albums out there. Like, it's just it it's just a virtually never ending. Yep. So sometimes no matter what I'll put out or anything like that, they're always, you know, there's people always like, oh, you could have put this in, you should have put this in. And it, so yeah, I'm just I'm constantly getting just barraged by new albums. There's so much stuff. And I've, I've heard some crazy stuff. Uh, so I'm actually going to be doing the broken transmission signal wave video that's coming up. So okay. hearing some of those albums and projects is getting, getting pretty wild. So there's nice. a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, so I've, uh, Lisa's passed away a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. you, you posted that, that five unknown vaporwave, uh, album videos from mm-hmm. this past year. And one of them was the, the Saturn tapes mm-hmm. on it.
1: That thing is awesome.
0: It is yeah. it is such a weird album but it is so good. It's it so weird. Yeah, Every, everything
1: it's like I, I said in the video it's kind of the whole track is glazed with this one sound throughout the whole thing and it's it sounds like you're not like you could listen to it in such a better uh like just higher quality way but just that alone it gives no, it this weird charm. You don't want and, to. it's it's, yeah.
0: it's, it's it's a it's a demo cassette from like a ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Like it it just, shouldn't be listened. You <laughs> should listen to paper speakers and, and, and <laughs> crap. Um, yeah. But that thing that thing is awesome. It's a really great recommendation. um mm-hmm. And then that and the other thing I've been listening to a lot is um just surfing a classic. um mm-hmm. All of their stuff, the incubo, um their their new stuff, Seville. Because um, there, I'm getting pumped because they have a show coming up in Philadelphia at the end of this month. I think they're gonna be with yeah. George Clinton. So I'm trying to go to that so been,
1: yeah there's there's one going on for brooklyn too yeah, i know in, in early them, february there's a yeah, and there's a bunch of names going to that one so i yeah. definitely want to check that one out and then today i don't know if you saw um 100 electronica uploaded some live surfing performances i, I, so I started watching yeah i started watching a little earlier they sound great so well, just in case anyone you know wants yeah check out some more surfing just just hop on 100 and they got some some cool stuff up there nice
0: nice all right cool so getting into our main topics this week um, mm-hmm. something that, you know, we, I, I'm sure you get, I'm sure that anyone who kind of listens to this or is known about this, um, the genre, they get the mm-hmm. question, what is vaporwave? You know, how do you explain, how do you explain it to someone that is not into the genre? So I was, I was at a new year's Eve party and, you know, one of my friends was there and, and he was asking about, um, the genre and mm-hmm. podcasts and everything else. And he's like, he's like, what is it? He's like, you know, I've, I've heard 2814 before, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, like, you know, what is it? Like, how do you describe it? Um, it's like, how, how would you go ahead and go about telling that and explaining it to someone?
1: Yeah. So that's actually very, very interesting. You say that <laughs> for, for me personally, when it comes to trying to tell someone, I guess, what, what it is, perfect story. I'll, what do I'll you start do off, for
0: your happy? basically?
1: Yeah. So what perfect story to start off is uh, my girlfriend. The first time I started telling her about how I was working on this channel, she had no idea what Vaporwave was. Yeah. And she is a pretty, you know, simple music taste. She's one of those like, I love 90s pop rock. And I go back on Pandora and listen to that. So nothing really too, I guess, expansive or experimental. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know that going in, like telling her, the, yeah, I run this channel about Vaporwave. And then she asked, what is Vaporwave? And the first thing I thought of was the only thing that I think could kind of just make sense. Uh, I just told her, I was like, it's really, really good elevator music. That's the first, that's <laughs> the first thing I told her uh, coming from someone who doesn't really, you know, explore too much underground music and stuff. I find that like the simple way to go. So that's what I say it to a lot of people who, who aren't too into the music. Uh, but then when it comes to more, I guess, just people who are musicians, for example. Um, Cause you know, I'll show them a track and whatnot and immediately that like the first thing especially if you show them like an older style or the classic uh some stuff from lux elite or Mm -hmm. or the floral shop if you really show them floral shop immediately it's just that you know this is just a sample on loop and maybe just dropped a couple pitches which a lot of it is um but when you really start breaking down vaporwave and all these different little sub genres that came out of it and everything and especially now i'm working on an album so i'm really i'm seeing how much goes into this overall production on making things sound better than what Mm -hmm. they could sound uh there's a lot there's absolutely a ton that goes into it so pretty much i just tell them you know it's just it's this genre that was born online uh, in the early 2010s that it's a complete it it, one side wouldn't be uh you know powerful without the other it's a mix of music and art 100 so you got the music and the art just work together and it's just it brings you back to a time an over romanticized time that might have not even been as good as you think it was (laughs) Of It's uh, <laughs> just like corporate overload um, scenario in your head. So just music that you would hear like in an office playing in the background that yeah. you never picked up all those years ago and now you're discovering it. So that, that's what I pretty much say. And then I, I know like certain people would like one subgenre more than the other. Like I have of a lot course. of friends. Yeah, who are – like I got friends who are into – like really into ska, for example. So a lot of like, upbeat, kind of pumped up stuff. So then uh, I'll show them like more of the future funk side of things. And I think they'll like that more and whatnot. So there's, there's so many, so many ways to go. Yeah. I I think that's
0: at least with the future funk side of it. Mm -hmm. That's something that basically anyone can get into. You don't have to be into, into vaporwave or future funk in general to like that. Mm -hmm. You can go to, you know, like the young Bay show you know, mm-hmm. that he put on. And if you have never heard his music there, you're still going to have a good time because it's definitely, you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I went there, I was with my wife and, and another one of our friends um, and they're not familiar with it at all. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I had no problem, you know, even offering to go and bring him there because it's like, yeah, you'll, you'll have fun. Now, if it was like, maybe something like the surfing show coming up or, mm-hmm. you know, something weird like that, that, Mm-hmm. Might be a little intense for someone to go. Yeah, not, yeah, I agree. Not, like if
1: you're if you're going to Death's Dynamic Shroud concert <laughs> with your girl, that might be a little uh, a little weird at first, a little tough. Yeah,
0: and I yeah. think the, the the other thing that I usually try to say if someone's asking about it, um, mm-hmm. that the whole nostalgia factor that mm-hmm. vaporwave plays into, and kind of you know bring you back to a different time. I mean, you can you can say that about. Most music in general, mm-hmm. but I feel like particularly with Vaporwave, it really plays on those, you know, bringing you back to a different time or, or setting the the mood for a very specific situation. I think you do a very good job of that in your videos, you know, mm-hmm. you know, painting a picture of these things, you know, you paint a very good picture of, uh, you know, this this nostalgic um, mm-hmm. okay, fantasy almost mm-hmm. yeah um,
1: that that's pretty much what it is how, yeah.
0: how do you how do you come up with that stuff you know in your videos sure. you know what you know what what is your process when you're trying mm-hmm. to describe an album or, or come up with something like that
1: so all this the whole channel started where I, I love uh the needle drop fantano i think he's awesome i love the way he talks about records i love the way he breaks albums down with, with such logic and precision and i've always i've always found it's just awesome and i know i wanted to do something with a music sort of channel so I started making the pad channel and the, the first video I made was that Vaporwave and 9-11 video. And uh, I'm writing the script and I started noticing like as I'm writing it, I kind of like was almost talking exactly the way Fantano talks in it. Because F- Fantano is a very specific way of how he goes about his albums and, mm-hmm. and a, lot, a lot of other content creators too. There's just a way they go about things. So I didn't want to kind of be so um, similar to him. And I, mm-hmm. I noticed that I was like, all right, let me, let me scrap the script. And just write what I feel. And I started noticing as I was writing it, it was way more imaginative and um, I guess conversational on regards to talking about nostalgia and trying to bring out what people are nostalgic about and whatnot. than just being super uh, fact checky about, yeah. you know, what's going on with News at 11, like all the facts about the album and breaking all that down. Uh, so it, it pretty much started with I just I'll take an album, or I'll take a concept or a topic within the community and uh, I tell myself, you know what, just just write what you feel about it because at least you'll get also the most most authentic um, output you could with this video. It's, yeah. You're not really faking everything. And um, so yeah, that's what I pretty much do. I just think, you know, like what what is something I would say about this album? Like what is something I would say about Yes We're Open? And uh, I just think in my head, and then I honestly kind of write it down and and just go from there.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like you're getting you're getting your take on it, mm-hmm. um, but that that helps whoever's watching the video and listening to you get kind of springboard off of that and get their own interpretation of yes. the album. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's, again, it's a, this is such a hard genre to, to describe as someone because it, it can be mm-hmm. literally anything for, yeah. for anyone. Exactly.
1: And I, I agree. I think there's, that's why if you're, there's so many ways you can take vaporwave. Uh, you could take it as, you know, this genre that is just overdone and, People need to move on, or you could take it as just there's there's so much good music to listen to, and or you could just have fun with it. There's so yeah. many ways, so I'm just kind of like, you know what, just say what I feel, and and I'm just gonna put that out in a video and and go with that. So
0: cool. All right, so uh, we now have uh, Matt and Uriel. They've uh, finally gotten here to join us. Matt, Uriel, how are you guys doing today?
2: Very
3: good. How are you?
0: Took me forever to run through the studio. You know. Oh yeah, you yeah. know. The, the big the big professional studio that we have for this uh, <laughs> yep. last project uh, project that we have going here cool I right, glad you guys can make it um, we're just uh we're, we're rolling here um, but guys it's uh it's vapor madness time are you guys excited about this oh yeah definitely I'm mad know, about vapor madness I know I'm excited about this so um, what vapor madness is uh, reddit user John use Newse- um, I'm gonna butcher his name Uh, <laughs>
1: I know it's something with an N. I remember it's John something I with an N. What did I said there?
0: <laughs> John News Reddit user you John Newsma um, is he put together a bracket style vaporwave tournament um, with with the quote unquote juggernauts of the genre. Um, putting this together seated them and was holding every couple of days a, a vote to see who would win each round. So. Started off with, with everything from like Echo Jams to Floral Shop to Hit Vibes. All the, the major stuff in the genre uh, has been voted on and are now in the semifinals with, with four albums remaining. So, um, you know, you guys looking at this, what would have been some surprises that you've seen in this this breakdown? If you know, if you think anything has been surprising. Um, well, every, everyone seemed kind
3: of angry that Floral Shop was doing so well. <laughs> Which I wasn't like too surprised about, but surprise, you
0: know. surprise! There's a controversy surrounding yeah. Floral Shop.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would yeah, be kind of
3: disappointed it, if it won too, but.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so the thing with with that, you know, and Pat, you've you've extensively covered Floral Shop on your channel and your videos.
1: Yeah, it's been like 18 <laughs> times already. It's, I like I, I never want to touch Floral Shop again. I'm just anytime it's so funny. Anytime like. I bring it up in like Discord or on Twitter. It's like everyone's like, Don't make another floral shot. Please don't make another one. I'm like, don't worry. I don't want to make one. It deserves
0: mentioning. (laughs) I mean, it is a a big part of the genre and it it's it's it plays a big role in the genre. And that's that's why I'm kinda like torn Mm -hmm. whether it should have gone as as deep as it did, or you know, even if it deserves to Mm -hmm. win, because it is such a a prominent part of the genre. And as much as people kind of like to to crap on it and say, like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal, there's a reason why the you know, the vinyl and the, mm-hmm. the tapes and everything are so hard to get and are so... There's so much controversy surrounding them. Yeah, just... So... Yep. Um, I didn't even know they did tapes. I thought it was just records. Way back. It was, I think,
1: when it years came ago. out, they dropped, like, a hundred. They were... Yeah, long time ago. And,
0: and they're, like, three or four hundred bucks now. Like, they are impossible to get. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: I think even more. I think I did a, uh, like, cassette... Most expensive cassettes video, and back then... I think the highest one sold or or was on the market for like eight hundred. Someone bought that? Absolutely crazy. Hundred bucks yeah. for Floral Shop. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember if it was they bought it or if it was all, yeah. it was just being sold for eight hundred. But I know I know it's been traded around this for like four hundred before. It's
0: it's insane for a cassette, but yeah, you know. But I mean, that's the yeah. popularity of this album. I mean, even even then, people trying. Someone loaded mm-hmm. up on Spotify this past week for a brief period and it was there and yeah.
3: it got taken down again though
0: it got taken down i mean not surprisingly i wonder wonder why yeah, it got taken so down, quick. But, um but yeah so i mean that's so so that floral shop uh lost to uh 20 14 um in the mm-hmm. i guess the quarterfinals um and i and mm-hmm. i think that was a very close um uh, a very very close match that wasn't the landslide that I think a lot of people hope for. Uh, but it's kind of what I expected. And I could have really seen mm-hmm. that going see it going either way, in my opinion. Um 2814 20, beat out um yeah, Young Bay in the first round. Ooh. Um and then beat out uh surfing uh deep fantasy. What that was round.
3: like one of my favorite albums. No it's great, I mean, it is a
0: great album.
2: <laughs> Twenty eight fourteen it's pretty solid in its yeah. own right. It's not like they just pick something off the street. Yeah.
3: But it's, is like, true. it's like, it's mm-hmm. like, come on, guys, get creative.
0: This is why it's madness, Matt. This is, you <laughs> know, in, yeah. There's upsets. It's yeah. Like the tournament for the upsets. So, so deep mm-hmm. fantasy, um, it won in the first round, lost to 28 14 in the second round. Um, Other notables that are in there, you have hit vibes.
1: Oh,
2: oh yeah. One mm. against groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well deserved. Yes. Well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved.
1: That one, that one was tough for me. That one was tough for me because my my personal favorite vaporwave album ever is Yes We're Open. So I kind of was just thinking, all right, I'm just gonna go like I I just want to see this one kind of go all the way. So I I would say like the upsets for me in a way I could see Hit Vibes going through, but I I guess that just more personal and what else. I'm like yeah. I'm relooking at the whole thing now. Um, I, I'm I, that's cool to see Lux Elite going all the way. I would think they would you know she would have possibly lost to Palm Mall just from the popularity. Yeah of Palm Mall maybe just let Palm Mall has been very through, popular so cool and, and the mall soft
0: stuff in general funny. has been very popular. Um yeah, nice uh maybe preview for stuff that's to come on in the private suite. So just keep an eye out for that. But um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean cool. I I think that was a, a big surprise to a lot of people that that uh, Palm Mall lost out to Luxury Elite um, that early on. Mm-hmm. Um Blank Banshee 0
2: Oh man, that, that, yeah, that was my upset. That was the one that really caught me off guard. Like, on the one hand, you have the thing that invented Vaporwave and mm-hmm. all but name. Well, mm-hmm. probably did give a name to a Vaporwave mm-hmm. subgenre, but I digress. And then you have the thing that gave it life after everyone thought, okay, this is just a stupid fad, like C Punk or something.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's I, could, I cannot
2: it. decide if I were just handpicking this myself.
1: Uh, for me, I just went with what yeah. I listen to more honestly I, I I know I picked Blank Banshee Zero for that one and I know a lot of people are going Echo Jams I personally thought the whole tournament I thought what was going to end up happening was I thought Echo Jams would meet at the end with Floral Shop I just thought yeah. Floral Shop would just end up getting there and then it would get to the point where in the final just no one would want you know Floral Shop to I guess win and they <laughs> give it to Echo Jams so that's, that's how I thought it was gonna go so it's kind of crazy seeing Echo Jams not even in the semis so that's kind of cool seeing you know, and each release there is pretty different from the other. Like, it's not like there's two similar subgenre yeah, the, the releases. the seeding was pretty, very interesting pretty different.
0: with this. And, and in ways, I mean, even that mm-hmm. can be somewhat controversial because, you know, putting up, you know, Hit Vibes is a very different album from
1: Yes, We're Open. Then I'll try yeah, living so, like this over there in the beginning, yeah.
0: You know, and even then Floral Shop versus 2814 is so different. Mm-hmm. It, it's just... You know, it's it's hard to compare them, but again, I, the way I've been voting has been just this is what I like better personally for me. This is what I like, so I you know, yeah, I, I like Hit Vibes. I voted for that. I, per, you know, I like Twenty Eight Fourteen a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great album. I like Floral Shop. I think it's a it's a very good album. I personally would rather, on a day to day basis, probably listen to Floral Shop in most cases. To me, for Twenty Eight Fourteen, I mm-hmm. have to be in a very specific kind of mindset or, or mood to want to listen to something like that. So uh, but yeah, so basically where we are right now, we are in the semifinals. There's four albums that remain. You have Blank Banshee Zero, Luxury Elite World Class, uh, 2814 Birth of a New Day and Hit Vibes by St. Pepsi. So Blank Banshee and Luxury Elite going up head to head. What do you think is going to happen? Oh man, I swear! If Blink
2: Banshee makes it to like the final, I'm going to like just lose my mind. There's going to be a report <laughs> on the news that says local podcaster are dead at 21. Podcasting tournament found suspect <laughs> yeah. in the murder. Excuse me, I meant.
0: Oh God! Vaporwave so tournament found suspect elite. in the murder. <laughs> okay, so Uriel is definitely there for Luxury Elite, Matt. What about you?
3: I, I think Luxury Elite should win. I don't know. I just love that album, Blank Banshees. There's like a few songs I like on there,
1: but it's not like you know. Mm. Okay, pad. This one's tough, just because if you look at both albums, clearly the Luxley is more of like just a vaporwave yeah. album than Blank Banshee. Blank Banshee kind of yeah. really goes off into another territory. However, personally for me, I I always put everything in the same like vapor mm-hmm. universe within just like my listening experience. I kind of just just put it all together. <sighs> I if it comes down to what I really listen to more, I would say Blank Banshee. Okay. So I could go off of that or if I could just say what do I think is a, you know, a more just important or just solid vaporwave album, I would go Lux Elite. So I'm kind of split but if I got to go with my personal choice, okay. I Go with blank banshee. So, I, I guess. yeah, looks
0: like we got three to one for luxury elite. Because I, w- I personally would vote for luxury elite in this one. So, three to one for for luxury mm-hmm. elite to blank banshee. What about twenty eight fourteen versus hit vibes? It's only hit vibes. So different.
3: It's hard. It's hard to vote on them. That's like, so tough for me. Too. I was
2: kind of a little. I was not a fan of twenty eight fourteen that much, but I respected their craft. But when you get to st pepsi's mm-hmm. work it's like future funk without the theft it's really amazing what he managed to do when still be in the realm of copyright you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's so pat i think if it goes so by true. how much you spent on each of those records um st pepsi definitely uh gets the edge in that one
1: yeah yeah st pepsi i i would go with st pepsi i really would that the the, the hip vibes vinyl that i got um i actually it was I couldn't believe I got it for so cheap. And now I got it for, I think, yeah, I, like think I remember that box and, and compared to rest of, Yeah. Yeah. rest of the prices for those hit vibes, vinyls were vinyl were, were crazy. I, there was a comment on a, on one of my YouTube videos. I forgot which one it was, but they said that there was a record shop in Canada or something that they lived by that had it behind the shelf for like 80 bucks. So I looked at the <laughs> comment. I was like, I got to find a way to get that. Because that would save yep. me. Cause I promised my subscribers. I was like, once I hit 10,000, I'm buying the record. So 10,000 came like kind of like I, I got to like 3,000 subs. And then all of a sudden I just saw this growth uh, when I put out, I think it was the Vapory Vinyl Controversy. I just saw this growth and I was like, shit, I got to, you know, this is coming soon. I got to make sure I get the money for this. So I saw that comment. I called the guy. We we, we kind of talked it out. And and like in a week nice. it was, you know, it was on my doorstep. Yeah, you lucked so out so with that one. I, and I yeah, remember, was definitely you know, cool.
0: watching the videos and yeah. Uh, you know, leading up to that, and you said, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." And I'm like, Shit, dude, you're going to spend like five hundred mm-hmm. bucks on a record, and you promised everyone going to do it, but you, you lucked I out know. with that one." So, yeah,
1: yeah. See, my definitely question definitely is, lucky.
3: how would the how would the guy at the store know that it's worth so much? Like, normally at thrift shops, they just get like a stack of vinyls and so
1: Yeah, I thought that that's that's the thing I was wondering too. Because if they knew how much it was worth, I feel just throw the big price tag on it but if it's just any other record why would they give it a a 90 100 it doesn't even look that special to begin with it's just literally a black circle (laughs) like it's a black circle
0: isn't isn't the one you have like a like a a weird edition of it like it's not the
1: the vinyl that came out it's well it's the there was 500 standard black and 500 red Um, yeah, so I, I, I would have really liked the red just, that would have been really cool. But I, you know, with the price I saw for it, I was like, you just, you just
0: just promised vinyl and that,
1: (laughs) yeah, I just said vinyl. And I I remember, I remember I went back to Twitter and I was like, please God, I hope I didn't say red in the tweet. I was like, I hope. And I think it just said, I'm going to get the the vinyl around.
3: Yours have like the black cover or was it like the full album art? Like.
1: It's just a black cover. It's just like a black, uh, like just cardboard jacket. Um, Someone posted on Reddit once that they completely recreated the template. Like they they just made it the artwork fit to a you know a vinyl jacket thing that you could print out. So I was thinking of trying to find that post and do that because that'd be kind of cool. Because right now it's just in you know cardboard little thing. All right, so maybe
0: someone listening will find the post. There you go, to our loyal (laughs) listeners. Please help 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 Pat find that post so he can make a new. (laughs) Album jacket for his. Help go. me decorate. My right, so I think vibes. we're all in agreement. Hit vibes in this round. Yeah. Okay. So that puts luxury elite versus hit vibes. In oh the no.
2: Oh man, that is such a tough thing. What yeah, do this you do? Is brutal. This is brutal. Uh, flip a coin. <laughs> I haven't yeah. listened
3: to luxury elite album that much. So just from the like, just from how much I've listened to them and enjoyed them, I would have to go with. Um same pepsis okay like i've only heard uh world class or whatever a few times but they're
0: different i mean i mean it's yeah it's you know luxury elite is going to be your your straight classic vaporwave. it is you know what you think of when you think of of you know a typical stereotypical vaporwave album slowed down sampled Um, it's got Mm -hmm. all the makings of it there um classic you know artwork on it hit vibes is hit vibes. You know, it, it goes, it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a solid album. You can turn it on for probably anyone who, even if they're not into vaporwave, they can listen to, um, and probably enjoy it. Huh? So it's, yeah. it's yeah. T- they, they, it, it, it's like the two of them worked so well together. I think that that's why the, the St. Pepsi, you know, combination albums work so well together. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Winter Circle, not, uh, yeah, Winter Circle, um, you know stuff like that. They, they they provide such a good contrast to each other because they're so different. So mm. I personally, for me, in this, I would vote for Saint Pepsi. Me? I think mm. that's that's the album that I I go for more in my collection. That's the one that I more lean towards to listen to. It
2: makes a bunch of sense. I guess mm-hmm. I would go I guess, for a luxury elite. The reason is is because if you know the story of St. Pepsi, Luxury Elite basically found him on SoundCloud, basically started his career and probably gave him advice too. So I'm going to lean towards the master rather than the student in this case, especially since Luxury Elite is a bit more representative of what Vapor normally is, while okay. St. Pepsi gets closer and mm-hmm. closer to just regular funk as he makes more music, which is not a bad thing,
0: I'm just saying, mm. but it's just less vapory. Mm-hmm. So You're saying that without luxury elite and world class and just luxury elite in general, we wouldn't even have hit vibes. Pretty much. Fair enough. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I think yeah, that's a, good, a good way to look at it. Would be which one would you rather have,
1: like on vinyl? That okay. that was going to be my point. Actually, I was going to say I just feel there's such a bigger demand yeah. for you know the hit vibes than you really never hear anyone putting mm-hmm. world class on physicals. And, and while not everyone is into physicals, obviously. Um, I just think you know that's just what people are craving now. After all these years, after these albums were released, uh, I just feel like hit vibes get so much more attention.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree. Was world class on a record, I don't know. or was it just cassette? Or
1: no, I don't think it was ever on record. Yeah,
3: I didn't think no, so because it just... it's like the whole the, the album art is mm-hmm. literally like a J card. Yeah, so it'd be kind of weird to have on that yeah. record. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. So I think we're split here. Luxury Elite versus St. Pepsi and Hit Vibes. I think we're, we're kind of dead mm-hmm. in the middle in terms of what would win, which yeah. is interesting. And I think that's representative mm-hmm. of the overall feeling that most people would have with this. I think both of those votings, um, assuming that's the way it goes, um, even, even for the four that are left, um, I think they're going to be very, very tight.
1: Yeah. What, what's also really interesting is I'm looking at the bracket now. If – if you look at all these final the final four right and you look at each one Mm -hmm. that each of their matches before if any of the if any of them went the opposite way you would have had a situation where there were four albums where one was completely similar to another like i'm looking at it let's say blank banshee lost to mega then you got mega in here and mega is you know that classic style vapor kind of goes with Lux lee if if uh, Echo Virtual beats Lux Elite, then you got that going with Blank Banshee. They're both similar. If Floral Shop wins, then you got that going against Lux Elite. If Yes, We're Open wins, yeah. that goes against Lux. It's just really interesting how each album that kind of ended up here is, is Can so we just end it here other.
3: and give them all, you know, participation award? It's not
0: how it works, Matt. It's, it's madness. <laughs> Everybody this is like, madness. Someone has to lose. Someone yeah. has to win. Yeah. Good to go. I was about to say this is um, Sparta, but I caught myself
2: before I made that dead mean Jeez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we wrap this part of it up, um, what albums would you have liked to have seen on here that did not were not included on this bracket? Oh, there was this
2: album that was based off the NBA, particularly like that stupid slamming like era when like Space Jam came out or something. There actually is a Vaporwave album based on the NBA. And I don't know what it's called, but it should have been on here somewhere along the lines.
0: So it says like a joke vote, anything. Like the 16th seed in the March Madness tournament. Never going to win, but it's it's there. They're just happy to be included.
3: Uh, I think if I were to choose which one was like one of my favorite albums, it would have to go to, uh, I don't know how you say, it, E-Spirit. I just always call it E-Spirit. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I always say E Spirit. Yeah. I could totally be wrong with that too. Or as, as long yeah. as I say S-Spirit. I,
3: I don't know. I, I think E Spirit know. sounds more like delightful. But um, um, E Spirit Girl, yeah. Girls Only, that was like one of my first albums that got me into Vaporwave. I just, that was like, I fell in love with that one when I heard it. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I would have liked to have seen that one on here, but I don't know if it was necessarily one of like sure. the more popular ones.
0: I think one that mm-hmm. I missed. Um, you know, I talked about it in the last episode, but um, I think a million miles away would have been a great choice to mm. include in this. Also, maybe something like uh, Summer Love by Dan Mason.
1: I think. Oh, That's a good one. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was yeah, gonna say It's gonna kind of surprise me, but you
0: know what? We. I think you know. It's always cool. next year. Maybe we'll do it. he he'll, uh, he'll do it again, and there'll be some more. Yeah. Um, interesting or other choices on there you also have like like we just said before the combination albums um like late night delight or winter circle um i I don't know Mm. if i I don't see any reason why they couldn't be included in it i don't know if you just want to leave it to you know a single artist on here but um those are you know pillars of the genre in in and of themselves so um, yeah yeah it's it's i think every everything that's on here deserves to be here
1: you know maybe yeah i think they did a pretty solid definitely a pretty solid yeah very very interesting
0: project um that that was put together so Mm -hmm. uh kudos to that it's a nice topic to talk about so cool Uh, um so lastly tonight uh what we wanted to discuss we wanted to talk about vapory video games and uh kind of the relationship between vaporwave and video games so um Pat, I know you've done some videos on this um you've you've done some interesting stuff you did mm-hmm. that uh Super Mario 64 uh like playthrough like speed run mm-hmm. um but yeah just talk about that a little bit because I thought that was that was pretty interesting how you did that.
1: Sure so a couple years ago I used to be really into just like game collecting and speed running It was kind of like my I would say like right after, I To write like my later years of college, like senior year of college, I was I loved like going to garage sales and like picking up like retro games and seeing you know the price I can get and kind of building a collection. And uh, and speed running was another thing I was really into. Um, just like watching like SGDQ. I don't know if you guys know what SGDQ is. It. It's pretty big nowadays. I feel and AGDQ and all that stuff. Um, but watching stuff like that, I I was big into speed running. So I would run Super Mario sixty four the sixteen star category and. One week I I needed to make a video. I think my tripod broke because I have like a Walmart tripod that I always get that just breaks like every month. So I end up spending a ton of money. So I was like, All right, I need to put a video out this week. And I went back and I was like, you know what? Maybe let me take the Super Mario 64 speedrunning stuff I used to do, and I uh, upload it and just try to talk about it and just throw a cool little you know color filter on there and kind of bring the speed running you know topic into the anyone who's a subscriber to my channel at the time that was there for vaporwave it kind of like meshed the two together um so yeah i used to be really big into running nothing like super crazy i think i remember i was i I checked one day on like speedrun.com i was like 294th (laughs) in the world for the 16th star flex a little bit wow (laughs) so proud of you yeah so (laughs) thank you Thank you.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, that is YouTube pretty company, cool, especially but, considering like yeah, the millions not- of people that played the game, and you're like that far up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It is. It is interesting, and then it's it's funny too if you you just watch it. Just the times, like once you get to the top ten, like everyone is like I, I forgot at the time. I think the record was like 15 minutes and 20 seconds or something, and I was just like, "How can you do that?" It take me like half an crazy. hour just to figure out the controls, crazy. like. <laughs> yeah no it's I minutes mean, to 20 seconds yeah I mean, it, all 120 are you serious
2: like mario would shoot himself in the face
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's six mario 64 speed runs are pretty yeah. pretty crazy to watch. I mean, it, they're, it,
0: they're cool. so i mean just in general i mean the video game industry i think kind of you know really took off in the time period when this genre really kind of relates to and kind of beckons back to like the late eighties, early nineties. That's when, Mm. um, you know, the game started becoming more available and, and, and the characters that we, we like in video games and, and know with Nintendo and and all those those other companies became developed. It's when they came into existence. So um, it it makes sense, you know, looking at vaporwave from like the nostalgic um, factor that um, the two go hand in hand. You know you can pull some elements from from vape from um video game music and you know I'm, I'm sure there's artists that that utilize samples from video games and stick them in the music and and it's, and it's to me the the nostalgic factor plays a huge part in relating the two
3: yeah mm-hmm. like Zelda wave that was a really popular album like yeah. I enjoyed it and I've never even played Zelda mm-hmm. like
0: for real how dare you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of the feeling of listening to um, you know, a lot of the the a lot of vaporwave music is kind of transporting myself mentally to a place uh, or trying to remember a time that you know, that feeling relates to and and putting myself in a in a different position. Mm-hmm. And I remember you know, now um I was playing the the new Super Mario Party which just came out for the Switch and I was playing it in my my house, my living room, and I have a couple of like floor standing speakers near my TV and they're old. They're, they're like 30 years old or so, and they have a very distinct sound to it. And when some of the um, some of the effects started playing in there, it reminded me of being in my cousin's basement playing Nintendo 64 with them um, back in like the mid 90s and I don't know it, it 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 kind of felt weird. It's like I'm I'm I feel transported to like a different time playing this because it's it's familiar but it's new but it 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 has these very unique sounds to it that um remind you of something else and it, it just kind of got me thinking about the whole relationship between nostalgia and vaporwave and and what it is that we listen to. Yeah. I mean, whenever I play a fifth generation
2: or sometimes a sixth generation game, I immediately think of vaporwave. But crappy, uncanny valley graphics and the uh, crunched down, but not quite all the way music just kind of takes me there. Like, <laughs> I know I'm underselling it, but come on. Like, whenever I play those games, it's it's sort of like I'm in one of their music videos because they often pick like stuff like Wave Racer or something like that because mm-hmm. it's sort of a compromised mm. retroness. Like, you, it's not quite retro. It's not quite modern, but it's definitely not appealing. But
0: it's retro for who? I mean, what is what is the definition of retro? How long does something have to wait to be, quote unquote, retro?
2: Basically, I'm just referring to like the 2D era era.
0: Retro. You're talking about retro, just straight up video games.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like 2D. Yeah, straight up video games. Because,
0: so, I mean, I would for me now, you know, a retro game would be like Nintendo 64 anything. You yeah. know, even even mm-hmm. GameCube stuff is, you know. Could be retro. I mean, that that GameCube came out almost 20 years ago, which is crazy to say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, but I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Seriously. Christ. Um, Right. So, yeah, it's, I think retro, it's an interesting, it's a very interesting word because, you know, so many people think when they think retro, they think like back in the 50s and 60s and just, you know, old stuff. But really, retro is, you know, relative to whoever's saying, the actual word it could be retro you know, rep, uh, stuff mm-hmm. that's happening right now is going to be retro for someone in 15 years 10 years you know
1: yeah my little cousin my little cousin like a couple of days ago we were actually talking about retro games and he was saying how like he, the first one he said was super smash brothers brawl and i was like oh my god like that, that's the uh, brawl for is, is like a retro. Oh. The, the Wii, yeah Dude, that Wii. sounds it's so like old <laughs> like, retro yeah. gamer
2: minecraft i know brawl <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, dude. You know, yeah. it's, it's even one. that is i know. almost 10 years old now or it is 10 years i think it is 10 years old now. yeah so yeah um yeah god 10 years of, right, the first super smash brothers is brawl that's crazy god mm-hmm. yeah, i think the best it, era yeah. of graphics was like the wireframe
3: 3d or like the nintendo 64 slash dreamcast slash like ps1 era I just well, love those old 3D graphics with like mm-hmm. minimal polygons.
0: That was I mean, I think yeah. that holds such a a place in in the memories of a lot of people because it was so different than anything else that had come out before that. Um, you know, compared yeah. to like PlayStation, the graphics. I remember like seeing that, you know, like I think the first game I saw for Nintendo 64 was Pilot Wings and just kind of hearing the sounds and, and just seeing the 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 "Quote unquote" detail of it, you know. At the time, it was incredible. I was like blown away for it. Like I'll never forget that. And it's like a feeling that, um, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever forget seeing that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and someone just mentioned wave race before. Um, yeah, I did. Like, how come there has not been a wave race game in like fifteen years, twenty years? I don't even know if they. I don't they, know. they it was like wave race 64 noticed. and I think they had another one for Wii or for GameCube. GameCube, GameCube
2: actually, and one for SNES. Believe it or not. Was it really? Yes, but it wasn't 3D. Obviously, like, can you imagine no.
0: that? <laughs> this like the SNES would just explode. <laughs> Pretty much, just completely <laughs> explode there. So, oh man,
3: F Zero, F Zero was a really good game. I think that was for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but, like flat graphics, but it was yeah, 3D. That, yeah.
2: yeah, but it was like Mode Seven. It's not like mm-hmm. the Wave Race. Like translating the Rumble into 3D—that's going to be difficult to say the least.
0: Mm. okay let's uh before we get we turn into a, a video game only podcast let's uh we'll <laughs> wrap that up there um <laughs> before we uh before we get out of here um just a couple things um as i'm sure everyone listening to this knows uh private suite magazine just released uh issue number four a few weeks ago um the digital issue what? is out now on our website what were you gonna say i just said woot woot oh woot, woot, as okay. in Hooray. Hooray for us. We did a thing. (laughs) We put it out. Um, So issue number four is out on the website now. You can go check it out. Privatesweetmag.com For our Patreon subscribers uh, you will be getting a physical copy of the magazine in the near future once we receive them. Um, They are coming to us as we speak. They're they're currently on the way um, and we'll be getting them out to you. So uh, something we want to do for the um, subscribers, we want to see when you guys get your magazines. Um, so if you could um, post a picture on social media of like you with your magazine or um, maybe make like a little vaporwave scene, you know, with the magazine. I don't know. Get creative. Just show us a picture of you with the magazine. Um, we want to see that come and, uh, and and tag us on either Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um, and The best pictures that we get, um, they uh, will feature them actually in the next issue of Private Suite Magazine, including the print copy of that.
3: On the topic of paper copies, we're gonna have to ask everyone to be kind of patient with those because the uh, the printer, they you know they haven't really been able to actually ship them out yet. So we have to wait like about like two weeks for them to actually get shipped out to people in in uh, North America. If you're not in North America, I'm just going to put it out there. You're probably going to have to wait like a month for your magazines to be there.
0: So they're on the way. We'll get them. uh, Yeah. We'll get them to you. Don't worry about that. we'll keep you guys. We're doing our best. But but yeah, once you get them, uh, we'd love to see, um, love to see everyone with their, their physical copies of it. So keep an eye out for those. And we'll be updating you through our social media platforms, um, which are, uh, on Twitter at Private Sweet Mag. uh Facebook.com slash PrivateSweetMag, Instagram at PrivateSweetMag, and of course on Patreon if you're looking for a physical copy. Um, you know, you're probably already subscribed to Patreon, but Patreon.com slash PrivateSweetMag. If you have not gotten a, uh, if you're not on Patreon, but you would still like to get a physical copy, of the magazine we are going to have some available via gulf audio company and pacific plaza records um just look for those on our website we can uh, and on social media we'll we'll post links to those once they're actually available um guys do you have anything else before we uh wrap up here today absolutely not <laughs> okay <laughs> we got the approval from uriel to wrap up here which is great um thanks uriel matt um anything i don't you? know you better better keep an eye out
3: on those two labels because those magazines are going to be gone fast
0: yeah those uh we've we've had a lot of demand for the magazine for the actual print copies so um they, yeah. they will go fast and uh if that keeps up you know maybe we'll print some more we'll uh we'll be we'll be expanding as as we grow here um and lastly uh pat chennington thank you so much for being on here today it was great mm-hmm. to have you on uh welcome to come back anytime you want
1: Definitely. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This is absolutely awesome. Uh, I'm excited to see, like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, uh, the, the digital copies look amazing for the private suite. Uh, they're super clean looking. It's like minimalistic, but it's got that vaporwave touch to it all. And, you know, and not the whole thing is glazed in like VHS filters. It's like a really clean looking magazine. So the physicals are going to look sweet. Uh, so anyone who's got that on their way, you know, you're in for a little treat and uh, I'll definitely come back on here. Anytime you guys want me, let me cool and we'll, we'll work on some
0: yeah thanks for having us um it's always great to get some more people on here um and then uh i think that's going to be it we'll be back um real soon with another episode um if you have any suggestions of anything you want to talk about or, or anything like that just hit us up on social media we're glad to take anything into consideration um and until next time um i guess that's about it take it easy guys See you. See you later. Yeah. take care everyone. Managed. oh the
1: yay I totally forgot about that <laughs> I was like is this something that happens on the podcast that like, no, I, no, like no. confetti's gonna pop out of the computer or something
2: sweet oh uh, god you know that old vapory technology you usually see in like images of the past uh are things yeah don't use it